Hello and welcome to episode 117 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is Sunday, February the 28th, the year of our Lord, 2016. I am Jeremy Holmes. I am joined by my lovely, glowing, uh, pop culture educated, because she just watched the Oscars, <laughs> partner in life, and in love, and in crime. Is that all of them? Christina Wise. <laughs> Hello. I don't know why you always say crime. Because we uh, commit crimes together. No. Maybe. Okay. I, I know one, uh, I, I can think of at least one crime that you've committed. What's that? Theft. Okay. Because you stole my heart. Oh, no. Such a dad joke. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a dad. <laughs> okay. So, it's right in the Twitter name. <laughs> Dadstronaut. It's a dad. How you doing, Christy? I'm okay. Did you enjoy the Oscars? I did. There were some pretty great moments. Were they uh, as filled with Rachel? R- Rachel? Were they as filled with racial tension as uh, it seemed like they were going to be? Uh, there was a lot of talking about it. Yeah. I thought that it was a little strange that um, instead of there being any black nominees, they trotted out any African American who's ever won an award <laughs> to present or have some kind of part. That was their strategy. Yeah, there was yeah. a couple funny things. Um, I don't know if I'm spoiling it for anyone, but I don't care. Where they took all of the um, Best Picture nominees mm-hmm. and then reenacted them, but put a black comedian in the parts. Okay. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. And you're kind of like into the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. You're. This is only the last year and this year are the only years that I haven't seen every movie nominated before. Do you? Th- were there very many parody Twitter account worthy moments? Like <laughs> I feel like oh, wasn't that guy that art that guy's hat? Remember? Is it? I always get his name wrong. Is it Pharrell? Pharrell? Farrell? Well, it's funny is he didn't have a hat and I had no idea who he was. Oh, no. He was presenting <laughs> and then and they said his name. I'm like, oh, that's what he looks like without a stupid hat. That's that's one of my favorite things about these types of events when they happen is seeing all of the weird parody Twitter accounts that come out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, maybe Tracy Jordan as the Dutch girl. That was pretty funny. Okay. Sure. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Tracy Jordan and drag would be a funny. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that's probably about as many laughs as most of those parody accounts get. Yeah, yeah. not a fan. Um, I do enjoy watching the dumpster fire though, because usually what happens is they have like ten good tweets. Yeah, maybe. and they're hilarious. Yeah. They're always great. Like for ten tweets, that's funny. But what's really sad is when they just continue continue going like do you remember uh, was it three years ago when the lights went out in the arena at the super bowl yeah and it so go to twitter right now and search for users by the name of super bowl lights 
there's like 30 of them because <laughs> well, everybody so... went out and made a Twitter account and some of them have like thousands of followers because for for 10 minutes it was a hilarious joke. So after your 10 minutes is over, let's just shut it down. Well, see, that's why I don't fault the guy that is that killed the killed the god Twitter. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's done. Maybe you just ran out of jokes. Yeah. Maybe or it's or it's over or people are doing a little bit too much mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, Christina. Mm-hmm. As always, we have an action-packed show planned for everybody. We're going to do some follow-up files. We have a lot of feedback from a particular segment last week, which we will get into. Okay. I've been eating a mysterious gelatinous goo. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I've been eating for the last uh, two days. Uh, you're going to do a rundown of people that have your name yes. <laughs> because you've kind of had some interesting stories. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Apparently, there's a lot of Christy Wises out there. Mm-hmm. I'm having a little bit of a bathroom situation at my work. <laughs> this okay. may come as a surprise to some of you. Christy's going to yet again call in a drone strike. I think this might be your one of your most all-encompassing ones yet. Oh, okay. like, as far as collateral damage, as far as people that are in the right <laughs> grid that you are targeting, um, I've got kind of a, a a great website. If you love animals and you like watching movies, I have a great a great website for you. Don't want to spoil it too much, but. Uh, and then I think uh, I think we're going to close it up with another ad- round of Nerd Out Loud karaoke. I have a very special song playing for you. This is a this is a classic. The ones that I've done the last the the, the last two times that I've done it, um, those are the mm, I, th- those are more modern songs. This is this is one that's been around for a while. So, uh, and you're doing it again? Yeah. Yeah, I still haven't gotten any submissions, guys. Uh, although I have some people threatening to send them in, and please send them on in, guys. We'd love to, you know, play your karaoke songs on please, there. Please, you know, please I'm just... send them in. <laughs> yeah, our neighbors can only take so much, you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a really bad singer, though. This is something that I'm realizing. No, I think you're a really good singer. You're just not picking songs in your range. Mm. You're not. You're not an English woman. Well, I don't know what my range <laughs> is. That's one of well, the problems. I think that you kill it every night with Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah. Well. All right. Maybe uh maybe Ellie we'll says that, bust out that some... you singing that is her favorite song ever. Oh. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah. And she also loves Taylor Swift and Macklemore and hmm. uh Matt and Kim. Okay. But also whoever sings that shut up and dance. Oh, shut up, man. I think she just likes that song because she gets to say shut up. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, she has her own version to... where she says shut up and kill me. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's yeah. a little dark. Uh, she's already entering her uh, emo teenage stage, <laughs> apparently at the age of five. So it worked well when she was three because I could call her a three-nager. Yeah. But now that she's five, I don't know what we're going to do. Um, all right. So, Christina, we did get some feedback from the last show, and um, we've decided to kind of, uh, when we talk about feedback from past shows and follow up on old, you know, subjects, kind of themes that we have talked about quite a bit, 
We have a segment called Follow-Up Files. Last week, listener DJ sent in a uh, theme song for us to, to kind of play as a music bed. Mm-hmm. It was the, the theme from the Rockford Files. This week, um, we had somebody, uh, Sean, he has a podcast, I think, called Hyper Nonsense. I will link to it in the okay. show notes. He is uh, He's somebody that I made friends with on Reddit, I think, in like a podcast forum or something, but he's like a podcast wizard. Like He knows lots of stuff about podcasts, so whenever I have questions about podcasts, I go to this guy and... Uh, he sent in he sent in a, a bumper for us. He's actually the same guy that made your drone strike bumper. Okay. And uh let's hear it. Let's do it. The follow-up files. How you feeling about that one? I really like it. Yeah. Well, you know, if anybody else has theme song, you know, b- background music suggestions or your, something's uh tickling your fancy. Mm-hmm. That, didn't come no. out right. Um, send it in because we would love to hear it. Yeah. So, but uh, so we got we did a segment last week. Mm-hmm. Am I a jerk? Yes. Am I a jerk? And uh, usually it's me being judging me, uh, judge and jury for you or listeners or something like that. This time you kind of flipped it around and you put me on trial Mm -hmm. there was a situation involving you staying at a parking park and ride Mm -hmm. while you uh, ate soup leisurely leisurely and then uh, a situation where you got mad at me for cleaning out the refrigerator and getting rid of toxic mold that was growing in our house and for some reason you were able to spin that around (laughs) to paint me out to look like a jerk but we did get some great feedback from people. Um, did you know that you can do polls on Twitter now? I didn't, so but I like it. You have to use, you have to either be like in the native Twitter mobile app or you have to be on twitter.com on the website. Okay. And uh, you can put in, you know, multiple questions and let people pick them. You could set a time frame. So I kind of impromptu did mm-hmm. a little poll on Friday to see. Uh, I left it up for like 12 hours or something, and the votes are in, Christy. 86% of respondents, which is all but one, uh, say that, yes, Jeremy is a jerk. Yep. We also got... So was who was the one? Was it you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Me. Okay. Uh, we also got tweets from uh, Albert Amy Shepard. Okay. I always want to say friend of the show. She hasn't been on the show. We should no. actually fix that because mm-hmm. she's um, got some stuff to talk about. And uh, uh, and probably the most important, and I would say the most damning vote, this was not in the poll, but this was tweeted at us, was mm-hmm. from Jessica, uh, my sister, mm-hmm. who was involved in one of these stories. And she tweeted at us, as the sister in Am I a Jerk, I need to chime in. Yes, you were a jerk twice. Leave the soup, not your fiancé. Yep. It's uh, interesting. You're you're singing a different tune after the fact, Jessica. I'll say that much. Because she told you to eat the soup? (laughs) Well. She was chanting, eat the soup. Yeah. Eat the soup. Okay. Something something like that. Okay. Um, And then uh, we actually also have a voicemail from a familiar voice that some of you might know. 
Hey, Jeremy, Christy. This is a professional podcast caller, Jeremy, who happens to also be on the Eureka podcast. Just wanted to weigh, on, weigh in on this whole am I a jerk quandary that Jeremy continually seems to find himself in. I apologize for the background noise. I'm actually driving right now. Uh, Jeremy, you're a jerk, dude. I love you. I love you. You're a buddy of mine. I'm going to come to your wedding. I'm flying out. But man, you're a jerk. You chose a taco taco soup over picking your lovely bride-to-be up from a cold, rainy, wintry Friday night at the bus stop. So yes, I'm going to turn my turn signal off. Nobody's behind me. They don't have to they don't have to know where I'm going to ruin the audio. So you chose this taco soup over your lovely bride to be uh, because you didn't want to offend your sister who made you this lovely soup, which is very nice of her to make you this soup. But I think had your sister known that that either sitting there and wolfing down a hot soup that you're not enjoying anyway uh, is trumping your lovely bride-to-be sitting there shivering, running in circles to stay warm at a bus stop, which you guys haven't even addressed. Why is she taking a bus? Huh? Why aren't you the one taking the bus, buddy? Anyway, you really ground my gears on that one. I love you, buddy, but there's no defense. Your defense of saying, well, I just had some soup give, what am I supposed to that's what a jerk says to defend themselves. Oh, man, I really wanted to root for you on that one, too, man. But you, oh, that was bad. That was bad. It was awful. That was awful. Now, I might be calling back in because you, got, you guys are about to start another Am I a Jerk segment, which hopefully I can come to your defense. That damn phone always locks while I'm trying to do... Maybe I should be a little quicker when I'm talking I'm guessing that since we didn't hear back from him, mm-hmm. that was his way of saying, clearly, not a jerk. <laughs> That's my guess. Okay. Yeah. I do appreciate that he was so passionate about it that he had to call us while he was driving, apparently. Yeah. Refusing to use his turn signals because he didn't want to ruin the audio, but then talking us through what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, But, uh, y- yeah, I mean... Thanks for calling, Jeremy. That's great to hear from you. Christy, why do you take the bus? Do you want to talk about that or um, save the environment? Don't want to burn the ozone layer? <laughs> well, that and it takes a really long time and I like bus naps. Yeah. Because, and, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'd rather sleep in the morning <laughs> yeah. than... I have to get up pretty early. I'm on the bus by 6.50 every morning. Yeah. And I'd rather sleep that whole time than sit in traffic. Bus naps. Yeah. Because, Jeremy, she gets to start in her day with a wonderful nap. Mm-hmm. A, and end the day. Her work day, I guess. Um, uh, and also, I mean, we, we have the reason, one of the reasons that you take the bus also, and I'm driving is because oftentimes I have a little bit more flexibility with my work schedule. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes I'll need to leave to like go do dad things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dad things, Mm -hmm. you know, take care of uh, my kid and whatnot. We also got a message on Facebook from 
Heather. The first bad move by Jeremy is never give your significant other the ability to track your movements because lying about how how you are lying about how you are several exits closer than you really are is what keeps your marriage going. Trust me on that. <laughs> I would have eaten the soup too. On that one, not a jerk. Thank you. But waking a sleeping person for them to smell bad food? No, either it is bad and you wake up a hero or it isn't and then Christie's not any worse off than she thought she was definite jerk so thank you heather um i have to say that i don't think that uh the the app that tracks movements <laughs> is what keeps marriages going also it wasn't that you were two exits away which mm -hmm. is totally fine it was you hadn't even left yet well i didn't lie i didn't lie to you i said i was on the road and I was on the road when I was on the way. Anyway, we no. don't need to. We don't need well, to rehash the whole thing. And also, thing. we didn't get into it this week. But you also did the same thing this week. No. I told you. I told you I would be at the park and ride mm -hmm. in forty minutes, mm -hmm. and I was a little late. It was about fifty mm -hmm. minutes, mm -hmm. and I called you. Where are you? It's pouring rain. Mm -hmm. And remember, I had to pee really bad because <laughs> I had drank two gallons of water at work. Rain. Yeah. And you said, oh, we're just getting our shoes on. Yeah. Which we were. Yeah. It wrangling You're a five-year-old is challenging. Time. You're terrible with time. Okay. Well, no, because, no. Take That's this the... as an opportunity. You don't want to be constrained to, like, some thing that we've just created. Time is a construct oh, no. of society no it's not even real like just mellow out you know like let it be no time is a flat circle <laughs> flip that circle over and take a nap or something i don't know enjoy the rain enjoy the fact this is that why we can't have one car because you are irresponsible rain. and you have no concept of time i will gladly this take is... the bus if you can do the the dad things no, this is why we, you, Jeremy wants to go to one car, but mm. we obviously can't because I, can. I will be left abandoned for hours somewhere. Well, first of all, you now, as we discussed last week, you were given some pepper spray so you can defend yourself if, if a situation arises. I We'll talk about it. We'll, no. Anyway. It's off the table. So the votes, the votes are in. If you're curious, want to hear more of the backstory about what this it's Nerd Out Loud 116, the last episode we did. Um, we talk all about, in great detail, about these two situations where apparently everybody thinks I'm a jerk, except for mm -hmm. Heather, who thinks I'm only 50% jerk. And Jeremy, who I I am um, let's be honest, stepping in and Heather deciding that soup. since we didn't hear the one, since we didn't hear him call in a second time about the other one, I'm just going to assume that he sided with me on that one. Okay, what I would like... If Jeremy actually doesn't think that you're a jerk for that one, I would like him to do that to his wife and see how that goes over. Well, you can't compare those two things. You're a very different individual. But I digress. DJ Moffat tweeted us, mm -hmm. wanted us to know that Rockford's car was a 1976 Firebird Espirit. See, so it was a car-centric yeah. show. Thank you. I had Thank a coworker you, that had the same car. Okay. And she would always say, it's the Rockford Files car. And I would say, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, and you also didn't recognize the music, apparently. Because um, I didn't watch the show. Soylent update. 
Mm. We had talked about this two shows ago. Uh, I have always been talked about how I don't, uh, I I don't really. If there was a pill that I could take that just had all the nutrients in it that I needed, that I would take it. I found a pill like that, not quite in pill form, but there's a powder called Soylent. You mix it with water. It comes in a big pouch. A pouch is good enough for four meals, quote unquote. I mean, you can kind of, there's no, there's not a specific way that you have to do it there. You can just do it for one. You can do it for one meal. You can do it for a meal every day. You can do it for breakfast and lunch and then eat a dinner, whatever. It's kind of supposed to be, it's not a diet product. It's not a, it's not intended as a weight loss solution. It's intended for just a simple just a simple way to not have to worry about food. So you just, I can mix up a big jug of this sludge, which is, uh, as they say, deliciously neutral. <laughs> it's designed to have no flavor. So I got a bunch of this stuff and uh, I had mixed up one batch because I just kind of wanted to test it out and see what it tasted like. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, have actually started doing it the last two days. It's pretty much all I've eaten is this Soylent stuff. So you mix up a pouch of it in a big jug with some water, and uh, then you can eat it. (laughs) And I did. Yeah. Yeah. And so far, so good. I'm, you know, it's, I'm very surprised that I can drink, you know, eight, eight ounces maybe of liquid and feel pretty full. I don't feel hungry and miserable all the time. I feel fine. I don't feel sick. I mean, I don't have a real sensitive Maybe I'm just not in tune with my body, but I can usually eat just about anything and feel okay. Well, so. the problem is this is a good solution for you because you regularly go all day without eating. <laughs> yeah. And and then I'll say, hey, did you, because you'll be like, oh, I just feel really weird. And you're shaky. And I say, did you eat today? And you're like, oh, yeah, mm. I didn't. Or you do things like you eat 45 oranges. Mm-hmm. I do not. I don't like. Uh, I don't like waste. I don't like food to go to waste. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I, um, you know, if we have a big bag of if we have a big bag of oranges that are oranges the... that's about to go bad, I will, I will just take them all to work with me and eat them all and give some to my coworkers. Uh, I did. So as I said, it's designed. This it's kind of a gray sludge for lack of a better term it it's similar to the consistency of like a protein mm-hmm. drink or a protein pro, pro, protein powder shake thing lots of there's lots of different ways you can flavor it and all that stuff i did decide to try and flavor this last batch that i did mm-hmm. just to kind of you know make things a little more exciting <laughs> i went with a sweet and savory angle mm-hmm. and i dumped some almonds in there a couple handfuls of almonds put them in your blender, and then I added a little honey from none other than friend of the show, Mark, from uh, Nerd Out Loud 90, and I will post a link in the show notes. It's actually one of my favorite episodes of this podcast, I think. Uh, we talked, we got in touch with somebody that is a beekeeper, and he has a Facebook page called Mark's Beehole. We talked to him a lot about bees. He had some really interesting things to say, uh, including teaching us about something called royal jelly, which mm-hmm. is 
uh, substance that bees produce. Anyway, Mark was kind enough to send us some honey, and I dumped some of that honey in there, a couple handfuls of almond, almonds, batch of soylent, mix it all up in the blender. Almost broke your $500 blender, mm -hmm. just randomly stopped well, working, nice. which was weird. Next time, let's use almond butter. Well, I was just, I was trying to keep it all natural. Well, you know. almond butter is usually just creamed up almonds. Yeah. As long as, yeah. Uh, and it tasted great. So we'll see. Day two, feeling good, feeling feeling strong, feeling happy. Still a bad singer. I think I would be able, because you've made me taste it. The texture is just, I can't do the texture. Mm -hmm. But I think maybe if it was frozen, mm -hmm. I'd be able to eat like it. Like a Soylent pop. Some Soylent ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, one thing I wanted to say, I came across this post on the Facebook page that I mentioned, Mark's Beehole. I would highly recommend you guys go check it out. He posts really interesting stuff, lots of pictures and uh, from his personal hives and interesting mm -hmm. videos and stuff like that. But he posted this a few days ago. Take your store-bought honey and spread out a drop on a white piece of paper. Hold it into the sunlight. Can you see the pollen? Can you see black specks? If not, you have filtered sugar water, not honey. More than likely, the pollen was removed, filtered, so the or origin could not be traced. When purchasing quote-unquote raw honey, make sure you look for the word strained and not filtered. All good honey should have bee parts and pollen in it. Yes, bee parts, those black specks, or sometimes even a leg. Bees are very hygienic, so no worries. If this is gross, uh, if this is gross to you, remember that honey is bee vomit. Mm -hmm. yeah. Have you ever heard that before? That it was bee vomit. No, I mean I know that it was bee vomit, but have you ever heard the thing about that? There's actual pollen and specks of. I didn't uh, know that. Bee parts? I mean, I can see the difference holding up his pollen or his honey versus store-bought kind yeah well even that other jar that you have is mm -hmm. supposed to be some it's kind of fancy farm, pants yeah. thing but it it is it is uh, no bee parts or pollen to be seen that, you did that i could see and maybe you, i'm doing it wrong i'll have did to you spread it out on a piece of paper or just yeah. hold it up by the way honey's very messy <laughs> yeah so look out for that anyway i thought that was interesting so look yeah. for bee parts in your honey guys if you're gonna do <laughs> If you're going to do the honey thing. Well, he also posted something that I thought was interesting is the summer versus winter um, honey mm -hmm. that he harvested. Did mm -hmm. you see that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One's From the light. same hive. One of them was really dark. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Did he say why, uh, what the difference was? No, maybe just the vomit yeah. is different colors. It's no, it's because they're, they're probably eating different things in the summer and the winter, right? Because there's more flowers and things to pollinate. The dark honey has a stronger honey flavor. Oh, that's all it oh. says. He didn't uh, He didn't say why. But apparently the dark honey has a stronger flavor. So. The one that, so I taste tested it versus our other one that we have from here. And his is savory. I really like it. It's thicker. I think you cut that it's, out. I think you cut out for a oh, minute there. Um, it's savory compared to the farm. And that could be different the different times it was harvested or whatever. Mm -hmm. But his is thicker and almost has a 
little crunch to it. Yeah, that's the B. Apparently, that's the <laughs> B parts. That's the and B then, parts. And then it it seemed savory compared to like super sweet. Well, Christy, are you sitting in front of a computer right now? Yes. Do me a favor. Go to MacBookSelfieStick.com. All one word. I don't want to. <laughs> This is uh, actually the same person that made the wonderful follow-up files bumper that you heard at the beginning of this segment. Tweeted this link at us, Sean. I think he's at Sean O on Twitter. Anyway, no. I will post a link to it. So no. this is <laughs> yes, it's at Sean O S H A W N O. This should I'll not. T- this can't be your actual thing. So, what Christie's looking at right now is this is a website. This is luckily this is not in production as of yet. It is a prototype. A prototype that they made as an art project, quote unquote. Apparently, you can just make really dumb shit and call it an art project mm-hmm. now. And then if it gets traction, like, oh hey, I guess maybe we'll mass produce this and see if we can make a buck or two. I wouldn't blame them. I would buy one of those as a joke, probably. Would Just it so really be a joke funny. to you? So what she's looking at My right now. My favorite one is the person doing the selfie and up. It's like, <laughs> it's like they're in Times Square yeah. or something. And then the billboard says why. Which is where selfie sticks belong. MacBookSelfieStick.com. This is a selfie stick that is designed, uh, as the title says, is designed to hold your entire computer. <laughs> so you can actually take pictures of yourself with the front-facing camera on your computer which is pretty fabulous. And there's some great photos over there on the website. So so everyone knows how much I hate the selfie stick. And I wish that I had the article in front of me, but I don't care enough um, to pull it up. The, the stats are that more people have died from taking selfies than shark attacks mm-hmm. in 2015. Yeah. Uh, well, I th- more then that speaks to an issue with selfies. I think that probably what that really speaks to is how unlikely it is that you will be attacked by a shark. And people are dumb. Yeah. yeah. So, Christina, uh, let's not dwell on the selfies too much. I don't want to get you in a mood because you have a very special presentation that you have for <laughs> all of us. Uh, you've had some interesting run-ins with other people in this world that mm-hmm. have your name. Other Christy Wises. I I have. Um, do you let let's uh, let's let's hear about it. Okay. So this all started. I I have a Gmail account. And I guess it doesn't really matter if I give my personal email out. It doesn't matter as Christy at Gmail dot com. I actually was one of the first. <gasps> <laughs> I was actually one of the first people beta testing Gmail. When it came Ooh. out. Back when you had to get an invitation to yeah. get on there? Yeah. So yeah. Um, I I don't know what number I was, but I had this, I've had this email address since November 2004. And I haven't really used it. I just had it. I did a lot of the beta testing, but I always just use other email addresses. Mm-hmm. And I used it mostly for professional because it looks good on a resume and it's more professional than having a nickname in a hotmail account yeah. or something like that yeah. um and around 2012 i started getting a lot of different emails for different christy wises mm-hmm. and what i would try to do is if it was 
just dumb, I wouldn't do anything. If it seemed important, like uh, a notification for a doctor's appointment or a bill that's due or someone that needs to be picked up from the airport. These are all examples of ones that I've received. I would reply back to the person <laughs> and say, this isn't the right person <laughs> you're, that you're trying to contact. If you get a hold of them, please let me know because I get their email all the time. Mm -hmm. And at first I thought it was just one person. And then it was early last year last year when I was looking for a job mm -hmm. so I was using it a lot um, I I was noticing I was getting tons of email for someone and I wrote back and said hey this seems really important this is the wrong um, this isn't the right person you know my normal thing that I actually just had a template that I would I would send and that person wrote back the other Christy Wise mm -hmm. wrote back and said, Hey, um, how long have you had this email address? Because this is just starting to happen. And, um, I would kind of like my email address. And I said, well, so I wrote her this note and I actually had contacted Google about it and said, what is my actual email? Because every a bunch of people keep giving it wrong. And they said that I own Christy Wise, Christy Dot Wise. Um, and so you don't have to put a dot in there. And I, it's still me. Oh, the dot. Yeah. And you can put the dot anywhere in the yeah, name. You I can own put that. C dot H R I S T Y, right. whatever wise. And that's with any Gmail address. Yeah. You can, you can add like anything you want. It's actually kind of a cool as they say, a life hack, you can yeah. sign up. So let's say you have Christy.wise or you, the email that you give everybody is ChristyWise at gmail.com. Uh -huh. You could, every time you sign up for a service or something like that, something where you know you're going to get subscribed to some horrible marketing mm -hmm. list, you can, you can put your email address in as Christy.wise at gmail.com and you'll still get those email addresses but then you set up a filter on your email oh. so all of the stuff coming in for christy.wise at gmail you just dump to another folder that you can go browse through every once in a while if you want to but you don't have to worry about them coming into your inbox okay. and you could do that in multiple variations so you could have when you sign up for you could change your facebook email address to christy christy wise period and then you'll get you know christy wise dot and then you'll get you can filter all those out so it's kind of a cool little thing so like i said so i started to get it started to it, it was just hey um sign up for the potluck <laughs> but then it started to get more personal information bank loans mm. um insurance policies i was seeing i got broadway ticket like you know how you can print things <laughs> um flight instructions, uh, all sorts of things. And so I was telling this to this woman who wrote me back. And then I said, because I started filtering everything into a folder just called the other Christy mm -hmm. and put it all in there. And so I asked her, are you in Georgia, San Francisco, Ohio, or Washington, D.C.? <laughs> um, 
I've received online purchase receipts from return addresses in those in the last month. Are you associated with Kevin Wise or Anthony Taylor? Do you <laughs> teach dance? Do you have kids in sports? Do you do you play bunko? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm forwarding you all the right and correct email. This is turning into a, a job for you. Right. Yeah. So uh, these are, this is what I've compiled. So these are multiple Christy Wises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was just one. Is Christy Wise a super common name? I feel like I this think is weird. So. Or maybe this is just happens when you have a regular just no because my email address I have my middle initial in there mm-hmm. it's Jeremy D- W Holmes at gmail dot com, uh, and I never I ne- I don't maybe the W like filters people out but maybe if you just have first and last name nothing else mm-hmm. maybe this is just a thing that happens I don't know. So like you're being punished for I guess being so. an early adopter. So there's one person in one Christie in Florida that uh, orders a lot from Finger Hut <laughs> and doesn't pay the Wait, bills. What's Finger Hut? Um, it's like a it used to be a catalog and of like cheap shit that you'd probably see on um as seen on TV stuff. Huh. So she has a credit card there and doesn't pay the bills. Um, maybe it's been turned off by now. Um, her kids play soccer, and last Christmas she bought six burner phones from Walmart, like prepaid Ooh. cell phones. <laughs> I'm worried about this, Christy. Yeah. Um, then we have the Christy in San Francisco that has a dentist appointment coming up, and <laughs> brought and bought the Broadway show tickets. Mm-hmm. There's one in North Carolina that recently applied to work at McDonald's. They're the one in Washington, D.C. that I've talked to and who has a lot of friends that continues, continue to email me even though it's been corrected. <laughs> she's Maybe a, they just want to talk. She's applying to, or she's writing her thesis to be a Ph.D. in something. Oh. And even though we've spoke and she knows and has corrected her friends, she recently sent me her thesis to my email and then I wrote back and said, I'm getting all, I'm getting your thesis. <laughs> it's like, and it was like 23 chapters. Each chapter was a different email. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, oops, sorry. I must, I need to correct that in my contacts. <laughs> there's, um. Was it good? Was it a good thesis? I didn't read no. it. Um, there's one in San Antonio. Uh-huh. The Christy Wise in Georgia has a pool. Okay. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And needs to pay her life insurance. Mm. And let's see. Okay, so then there's. I wonder the... if what we're doing right now is like illegal in any way. No way. I hope not. I mean, I feel like we're it's their name outing people somehow. I'm not saying their address, oh. which I know all their addresses. <laughs> so then this is the most interesting one because there's a famous Christy Wise now. Oh, and this is what spawned on this whole thing, yes. right? Because somebody posted an article to your wall. Yes. About this, and person. I had already known about this person. <laughs> so there's a Christy Wise in Nevada who was in the military and she wasn't deployed or anything. She was at home and she was out late one night laying on a paddleboard looking (laughs) at the stars Mm -hmm. and a boat ran over her and severed her leg off. Jesus. And so she's rehabilitated and now has joined the wounded warrior kind of Olympic type things. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and has a company called One Leg Up Paddleboards. <laughs> and the reason I love, I, I love a good name, I love a good pun in a good. business name, and especially when it has to do with literally only having one leg. Right. So I have a couple things. That's amazing. She is. I mean, I don't. I think she probably is medically discharged by now. Mm-hmm. But are you really a wounded warrior if you get wounded while you're doing a pastime? It, it feels to me that wounded warrior means you're hurt in battle or while you're working. Mm. I mean, maybe it doesn't. Mm. Um, secondly, I'm not. Would you go back to paddleboarding if your leg was severed? Well, if you want to have a like a, a an interesting, a compelling story for to, to help grow your business, then yes. Or maybe she she obviously loves paddleboarding. I guess so. She's pursuing her passions even in the face of great adversity. And then I the I reason I know that, about this Christy. business is that I got. The I was proof. talking to the other Christy when oh. I said I respect that. Um, the reason I I know about this business is because I received the proofs for business cards and letterhead mm. recently, <laughs> which um, is interesting because on the business card was her actual email address. Not the email address that they sent it to. Right. Right. Okay. Her <laughs> business email, mm-hmm. obviously. So maybe, um, so yeah, I mean, you can read all about her if you just Google Christmas. Yeah, well, maybe but we'll have to post a link to that. Here's... It, Here's what my conclusion of this is. Do these people just not know their own email address? I don't know. This has never been their email. <laughs> it's not weird. it's not like a phone number. Yeah. It's not I don't, I, it's always since the beginning of Gmail, literally, it's been my email address. Christy Wise of the one of the one leg up paddleboard company, mm-hmm. do you know her? Obviously, you know her work address, email yes. address, because it was on the business yes. cards that you received yes. digital proofs for. It, do you know her, per, maybe her personal Gmail account? No. Oh, I wonder if it's close. I wrote to the digital proof guy and I said, this is the wrong address. I get her email all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's the normal like spiel I write. I mm-hmm. always get their email. I know this is important, but hey, those look good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. <laughs> and he oh, just that's very wrote back and said, LOL, thanks. Uh, so I, while we were talking, I just did a quick Google search about how common the name Christy Wise is because I was curious if that had to do with it or if this had to do with more of an issue relating to the fact that you just have just your straight name as uh-huh. the email account. So Christy Wise, uh, the, I found this website, howmanyofme.com. Oh, that's There the are three, I don't know, a very large number, three million something people in the U.S., that's not right. 300 million? Does that sound right? No. I'm bad at reading it numbers. Can't be what number is that? 300 million, Jeremy. What number is that? 100. No, up here. In the US? That's yeah. 300 million. This is embarrassing. <laughs> this seems is embarrassing. It's like way too many. You think so? I think so. Hmm. Well, well this I'll website you, might be might be might be bunk already. I'll tell you that basically in my generation of people No, this is right. According to the 2000, 2014, 3 318.9 million 
as of mm. 2014. So it's probably even more now. Okay. Wow. That was really embarrassing. Like I'm tempted to edit that out, but since we've talked about it so much, I can't do it now. But so I looked it up. I looked it up on this website. But Jeremy, how many people are in the in the U.S. total? Three hundred million. Total people. There are three hundred million people in the United States. How many of them have your name? That's the tagline to this website. Oh, I haven't even gotten to the part where I searched your name yet. <laughs> oh, so you were showing me the top where it said how many people are in America, but not how many people. Yeah, because I was having a hard time reading the number. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it's all typed out with all those digits. Oh, God. I'm I'm not going to tell your mom that that just happened. <laughs> okay. that This is embarrassing. Okay. So I looked it up. Christy Wise. There are 124,000 people in the U.S. with the first name Christy. Statistically, it is the 477th most popular name. Last name Wise. There are 79,000 people in the U.S. with the last name Wise. Statistically, it is the 445th most popular last name. So you're very close on both your first and last name. Christy Wise, together, mm -hmm. there are 31 people in the United States with the name Christy Wise. And they all think that and their email address is... <laughs> Christy.wise. Now put in Christina. So here is... Put in Christina. Here, I it will, in comparison, I did, I did my name. Okay. Uh, first name Jeremy, there are 391,000 people in the United States with the first name Jeremy. Statistically... The 155th most popular first name, Holmes. There are 179,000 people in the United States with the last name Holmes. It is the 161st most popular last name. Jeremy Holmes as a whole, there are 218 people in the United States named Jeremy Holmes. So 218 Jeremy Holmes versus 31 Christy Wises. Yet me having that middle initial in my email address, I get zero. I mean, I have... Uh, what eight like nine or ten times more people in the United States with my name? I don't get any of their email because I have that middle initial in there. Or the other Jeremy Holmeses aren't idiots and give out the wrong email address. <laughs> There's some interesting Jeremy Holmeses out there. I actually made a Twitter list of all the people named Jeremy Holmes, and I was I, thinking. I want about... you to look up Christina. Okay, I was thinking about making a facebook club which i think i read somewhat somewhere that so i don't remember how i got this idea in my head and i don't want to necessarily claim that i came up with it or originally because mm -hmm. i feel like maybe i read it somewhere but i always thought it would maybe be funny to i mean apparently there's you know 300 of us out there let's make a little uh, facebook group for everybody named jeremy holmes and let's we'll check in with each other so here's a weird thing there was actually a christina wise that went to my high school but she graduated the year before I started. And I got the question so many times from teachers and counselors if that was my sister. Uh, oh. Why would they do that? Right. Why <laughs> would my parents have two children and name them Christina Wise? That I mean, like, like years plan. apart. Yeah. That's no. weird. Uh, looked up Christina. There are 110 people in the United States named Christina Wise. Yeah, so that so gets a little closer. So you're up to closer. 130 total. Mm -hmm. So, well, a couple uh, famous people with the last name Wise. Ernie Wise, Robert Wise. Don't yeah. know. 
Anyway. Oh, here's a here's a weird thing about Wounded Warrior. One leg up, Christy Wise. <laughs> Her boyfriend's name is Tom Weiser. Oh, okay. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I guess. That's very strange. My ex-wife's name last name was Holmes. Yeah, because she married into it, nerd. <laughs> Sorry. Her name, her maiden name was it Holmesers. No, but that would be awesome. But isn't that weird? Oh my gosh. I should change my last name to Holmesers. <laughs> that's a way cooler last name. How about just Holmes with a Z? Ooh, that's not a bad plan. Yeah, it is because you know how I hate things that are spelled with Zs. Yeah, well, apparently you're not a big fan of me anyway, so. Well, you're a jerk. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Christina Wise. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christina Wise and Christina Wise and Chris- <laughs> all you Christinas out there. And by the way, I don't know how I feel about that whole wounded warrior thing. I mean, she was maybe it's like a once saved, always saved thing. Like once you've served, you've always served. So okay. then if you get wounded in any context, you become a wounded warrior because you were once a warrior. I mean, she's still doing like crazy Olympics sports with the. Yeah. With one leg. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, some of those people, some of those people, I feel like that's mm-hmm. not a good thing to say. Some people that are amputees for one reason or another, I mean, I they they get the legs that they get are function better for, I yeah. mean, like those runners, those sprinters that get, yeah, they get like spring legs that right. help them run even faster. So. I she feel like has, she, she could put have like a, a spring leg but... propeller or something on one of those and <laughs> I would get a roller skate. But like mm. a old timey seventies roller skate. Yeah. I feel like this whole conversation is probably not heading in oh. direction that we want to go. <laughs> I'm starting to feel mm. very uncomfortable. But if anyone knows <laughs> any of these Christy Wises, let me know. Yeah. You can <laughs> make contact to... with me. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Christy, you said uh, you also said that you had you had one of these. Uh, I feel that this between the last segment and this one, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be people are gonna think I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't call you the ice lady for nothing. It's nice lady. <laughs> nice lady. <It's> nice. <laughs> All right. So today, <laughs> my drone strike Ugh. is uh, drone striking millennials. Mm. And not necessarily millennials as a whole. Being... Can, can we just drone strike people that make the millennial falcon joke? <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that, but yes. <laughs> Automatically. Um, <laughs> not necessarily a whole generation of people. I'm not saying that. I want to drone strike the people that sum up a huge group of people born between this time and this time mm-hmm. and categorize them and say they all do this, they all do that. And these articles that are, these articles that are coming out and I just don't understand one why we should care, mm-hmm. and two, well, I I don't know. Wh- what do you think about it? Well, I, 
the articles that you're talking about, are you talking about the one that was written by the ex-Yelp employee? The now so ex-Yelp employee? Millennial versus millennial. And in then the... the response? Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm a millennial. So, so tread well, lightly. Well, actually, I looked it up. Tread lightly. I actually looked it up because I have no idea what these arbitrary generations actually mean. Um, and this is what I found. This is the official things. From Ready? where? It was... Wikipedia or something? Because I read... It was actually like a statistician site oh, that okay. says, okay. okay. Generation X is anyone born between 1965 and 1984. Mm-hmm. Generation Y is anyone born 1975 to 2000. And millennials are anyone born 1982 to 2004. That's so, me. You are technically X, Y, and millennial. Nice. And I'm X and Y. I'm a jack of uh, jack of all trades. So master of none. Anyone born after 2004, they what they said is all the names that have been suggested are stupid. <laughs> so they haven't decided. <laughs> that, but, that, but this I is... really want that to be there. <laughs> That's the name of yeah. their generation. Is the generation that couldn't come up with a cool name? It so should just be. We just no. Their name should this. just be <laughs> hashtag <net>. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but this is my point. Right there is my <laughs> point. Is that sixty five to eighty four, mm-hmm. and seventy five to two thousand, and okay. eighty two to two thousand. I mean, you're three generations. I'm two generations. I mean, mm-hmm. like. It's mm-hmm. it's just stupid, mm-hmm. and so I mean I have. So you're you actually have an issue with just having generations at all, and so okay. So I I just googled generation millennial generation okay. and looked up a bunch of articles, and this is what this is a list of the oh, characteristics no. Oh, no. <laughs> that were listed. Are you ready? Yeah. Um. Millennials hate cereal. Uh-huh. Millennials hate chain store bedding. Uh-huh. Millennials don't move out of their parents' house. Yeah. Well, that's um, true. <laughs> millennials <laughs> all have blogs. Uh, they're coddled, overconfident, demanding. Uh-huh. They love to share their experiences online. <sighs> uh, they use social media. Mm-hmm. They're too soft. They're too lazy. They're raised with participation and trophies. <laughs> they all think they're special snowflakes. Mm-hmm. They're narcissistic, lazy, Entitled, fragile, they need constant compliments. Mm. They work hard. They work long hours. Mm-hmm. They're great to have in the workplace. <laughs> all of these things, like it's, it, it's just too much. I would say almost all of those things are true about me. <laughs> <laughs> that I think is true. Just about everything that you uh, then <laughs> th- they that said. said. They they said they were raised with participation trophies. Their parents coddled them too much. They were raised by helicopter parents. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, their parents were ruining the the ruining the financial systems with yeah. all these terrible loans. Yeah. And so now they have no jobs to go to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they also, another article said, they won't take entry-level jobs because they think they're special snowflakes. Mm-hmm. And they all believe that they can be a CEO of a company mm-hmm. straight out of college or not even going to college. Mm-hmm. So I just think that any time you try to categorize... A group of people mm-hmm. that were born between 1982 to 2004 and say they're this. Yeah. I mean, just the fact the big one this week was millennials hate cereal. And <laughs> the conclusion was because they don't like to clean up the mess. Yeah. But oh. 
But that's okay. but hey. I don't think that's the conclusion. I didn't even want to add flavoring to the <laughs> nutrient broth True. that I'm feeding and myself because it would have involved me having to clean a blender. But I don't think that that's necessarily even the conclusion I would have come from the articles. They they said <laughs> they would much rather have um a savory mm. breakfast sandwich or they'd much rather have whatever. And to me that seems more that it seems that they are had on a thing of being more healthy mm-hmm. because honestly I would eat breakfast cereal and it's terrible. It's mm-hmm. not filling. It's the just a big bowl of sugar. Yeah. I mean, we weren't allowed to eat sugar cereal most of the time, mm-hmm. but um, it's, it's not good. It's like a snack. Mm-hmm. We don't let Il- Ellie eat sugar cereal. Mm-hmm. It's a special treat or a dessert or a snack. It's, yeah. it's not an everyday food item so i i think that they're tending towards being healthy i also talked about on my other podcast that um big time christy (laughs) that there wasn't when we when i was growing up there wasn't starbucks Mm -hmm. right so millennials or whatever or people growing up now or people alive today can go to starbucks and have a where you used to be able to go to Subway and get a sandwich, now you can do that way with breakfast, where your breakfast choices used to be either a bagel or a donut. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I just think that the world has changed, mm-hmm. and we know more about nutrition. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that it's... They don't want to clean a bowl and a spoon. It seems that an egg sandwich seems a little bit more high-maintenance because you have a pan, and you have a plate, and you have mm-hmm. that. So I, I don't know. I just think... <laughs> the conclusion <laughs> i feel like I, I feel like the two people have been talking about millennials for a while there's been lots of think pieces and articles yeah, and position certainly. papers and whatever all about millennials but it kind of has come to the in the spotlight the last couple of weeks because there was somebody that worked for yelp that wrote uh basically an open letter i guess mm-hmm. you could call it they wrote a blog post talking about how underpaid they felt they were, like they were getting paid $13 an hour or something. Did mm-hmm. you read it? Yeah, in San Francisco, and which is like basically being paid $5 an hour. Right, yeah. But that that's the point. My point is it's not because she her points are all valid. Yeah. And in it, and it's basically these tech companies or startups – are paying their employees terrible, terrible wages, not livable wages, in these cities where it costs $2,000 a month for a 500-square-foot apartment, and they have no other choices mm-hmm. because those are the jobs that they that they have and um, or that are given to them or that are offered. So it's not the fault. Uh, the problem was that she went on and basically trashed her workplace with her own name. So mm-hmm. of course she's going to get fired mm-hmm. because the article went viral. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was somebody else that wrote a response piece, right? Right. To, to this, who's also gotten kind of went viral. I followed both of these people on Twitter mm-hmm. and they are, they're handling it very differently. I saw somebody make a comment. I was just trying to look it up that I, I thought summed it up very well. Uh, they said this is a, a guy named Derek. I don't know my <laughs> Facebook friend, Derek. 
guys. Check him out. Uh, in the internet slap fight between millennial who worked 80 hours a week at trash jobs to achieve some middle my middling level of success and millennial who believes people who work should be paid a living wage who will win the most enduring myth from the american dream is that a steady diet of hard work will automatically translate to success and the people who usually preach it the shrillest are the ones who don't want to admit that factors outside of their quote-unquote legendary work ethic may have contributed to theirs I thought that that mm-hmm. summed it up very well because, yeah. I mean, they're both right. Like there's something to going out there and kind of bootstrapping it and making it, you know, take an entry-level job and work your way up. Uh, and there's also something – it's not wrong to advocate for a living wage, especially in a city like San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So I can see I – I think both of those things are true. And I think that it's uh, – I think that it's also foolish – I can't remember. There's a name for this kind of fallacy or this way of thinking, but oftentimes people that people that f- have found great success, uh, they are oftentimes asked about their success after the fact, and they will attribute it to things that that didn't actually make them successful. Like, let's say, you mean like Donald Trump saying hard work yeah. when he inherited yeah. all his money? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Or, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like, and I don't really know the history of Microsoft, but somebody was talking to Microsoft. Uh, this is where I heard this and I'm probably going to butcher it. So forgive me, but mm-hmm. th- th- it's a good example, I guess. But they were saying, um, Microsoft, the reason that Microsoft is so successful is because basically they have a monopoly on like this corner of the market and they got, they got that by, stealing an idea from hp is that microsoft or apple i can't remember anyway they both I think stole ideas but th- somebody came and asked like a big wig at microsoft hey what's the deal like how do, how are you guys be so successful and they said oh it's our company culture and it's our mm-hmm. this and they kind of attribute it to all these things and then they write books about it and people buy their books and then they try and replicate it but it has nothing to do with that it has to do with something completely different and I think that it's foolish sometimes to say that, you know, there's only one way to success or there's only one way to earning a living wage. I mean, there's – am I making any sense? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going off the rails. Anyway, so c- can you clarify for me what exactly are we drone striking here? I just I, – I, I, I want to better understand where <laughs> you're coming from. The idea of um, – the idea of categorizing a generation of people to that they all think a certain way. Yeah. They all live, they all think, they all experience life in the same way. Well, Christina, you uh you love dogs, yes. right? Yeah. So we we have a, a segment we like to do called streaming pick of the week. Although I probably have lots of different things that I could recommend that everybody go mm-hmm. watch. I wanted to talk about What's the website our newest that I obsession? came across. I just want to say that. What have we been watching this Better week? Call Saul? No, we already did that one. Oh, I've been doing Downton Abbey. Mm-hmm. But sorry. Yeah. There's a website that you guys can go to for the animal lovers out there. A lot of people... You can watch movies with lots of violence, death, destruction, worlds mm-hmm. exploding, ci- cities burning. We're numb to it. But you know what we're not numb to is 
pets dying in movies. Okay. You know what I mean? Have you ever experienced this? Like I was watching, uh, man, I can't remember if it was Independence Day or there was a movie about a huge volcano and it had the guy that played James Bond in it as a geologist. Anyway. Oh, I think it was called like Volcano or vol- something. Yeah. Anyway, but there was a dog in it and the dog was jumping like on rocks in a pool of lava or something trying to escape. And I remember just being terrified that something was going to happen to the dog. Oh, okay. And I mean, meanwhile, there's literally, you know, an entire city being destroyed in the background. But, you know, it's kind of emotionally traumatizing when people's pets die in movies and stuff or when dogs die or whatever. Okay, so www.doesthedogdie.com you can oh, go in that's amazing they have a list of over 3000 movies you go in you just type the movie that you want to watch they also have a facebook page uh you type in the movie that you want to watch and it will tell you they have a little graphical code depending on what comes up no dogs die a pet is injured or appears dead but ultimately lives mm-hmm. a pet died uh unknown Click to rate the film. V verified by the dogs die staff. So, so you can go there. You can search this website, and it'll tell you before you even watch it. Does the dog die? So if you if you're just not emotionally prepared to go through that trauma, then uh, you can go check it out. Or if you have watched movies and you were traumatized, go to this movie or go to this website and add to their database. Save somebody else the trauma. I saw. Did forward. you ever see Marley and Me? No. It's it's a it's an emotional it's emotional roller coaster, but um I saw it in the movie theater. Hysterical crying from every single person in the theater. Oh really? Oh yeah. And there yeah. was a there was a little kid next to me, I think she was probably ten, mm. and she was ugly crying, sobbing, saying, No when the oh. when the dog died and I couldn't handle it anymore uh so i just looked it up marley and me 2008 it's a verified crying dog face verified uh meaning it's verified by the staff of the website but then Mm -hmm. also this is kind of like a crowdsourced situation Mm -hmm. uh 81 81 people have verified that uh the dog does in fact die well dog is euthanized due to an incurable illness well also it's a true story Oh, <laughs> it's the writer. It's a really cute. We should buy Ellie the little children's books. No, 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 no. We he doesn't not. die in the children's books. Oh. But it was this author. I don't remember. He was a newspaper, just uh, editorialist or something. And he got this mm. dog, and he at the beginning hated it, and would write about how annoying the dog was, and then eventually fell in mm. love with it. And then you know, no. dogs die when they're old. I'm not. I can't handle this. I can't handle this. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not ready. I don't even like to give my daughter balloons mm-hmm. because eventually the balloons pop and then she's sad. And I don't like watching her experience that loss and pain. You're going to pass that on to her. I already have. And she's in love. We have a dog, the mm-hmm. pod dog, who, by the way, has a tumor and is mm-hmm. slowly dying. And she is in love with that dog. She calls sometimes in the middle of the week when she's not with us to talk mm-hmm. to the dog. Right. She doesn't care about us. She just says, put put Brody <sighs> on the FaceTime. I'm not. 
I'm not prepared for this. Well, maybe you should watch the movie. No, I can't. Because there's three little kids in the movie that... I can't talk about this right now. <laughs> I'm honestly going to start crying. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's take this baby <laughs> in for a landing before I uh, short out my computer keyboard here. <laughs> you guys... Is it raining on your face we, over there a little we, bit? Uh, we want to... We want to hear from people, if you have people in your life that nerd out about stuff. So we have a list, and I apologize. I've done a pretty bad job of getting people on the show. Although, I feel like the interview shows that we have are kind of polarizing. Some people are really into them. Some people aren't. But we have a big list of people we want to get on the show. But I also want to hear from our listeners. Who would you like us to have on? Topics you'd like us to cover? Stuff you'd like us to dive into? You know, if you have somebody in your life that is just so obsessed with something they won't stop talking about it. Like mm-hmm. they always bring the conversation to that thing or whatever. Uh, we would love to talk to them. So hit us up. You can find everything that we talk about on the show, all of our contact information, Facebook, Twitter, phone number, voicemail, contact form, links to everything that we talk about on the show. Just go to nerdoutloudpod.com. It's all on there. Make it as easy for you as we can. And then, uh, you know, try and tweet out and Facebook stuff throughout the week as well. It's always fun to hear from people on there. Maybe I'll start putting up more polls on Twitter. (laughs) That was kind of fun uh, and depressing. Mm -hmm. But check it out. Uh, The other thing that I wanted to say is that friend of the show, Jesse Dollimore, was a guest on Eureka Podcast. Yeah. And I don't know if it was Jeremy that coined this phrase or not, but we have this fun little community of podcasts that we all kind of interact with each other quite a bit. And he, he said uh, he called it a, a modern family, like modern oh, family, I like modern it. family. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's uh, some crossover happening in our little podcast family worth checking out. You get to hear Jesse in a context that you're not quite used to. The show that he does is very kind of produced and they have a real strict format that they go through. Eureka, as we've talked mm-hmm. about, is very fly by the seat of your pants kind of. But um so it was fun to hear him in a different in a different setting. So check that out. I'll uh, try and post a link to it or something. I think it tweeted it earlier too. Um Chrissy, did you have any News or anything you wanted to mention before we wrap this baby up? I don't think so. I had a question for you. Okay. If you were a pizza, what kind of pizza would you be? Okay. So I have a question. Yeah. Do you mean what is my favorite type of pizza or what? If you were a pizza, what kind of pizza would you be? Hmm. That's a very good question. It would have to be something that's a little bit sweet and a little bit spicy. So maybe like a pepperoni with pineapple or something. Okay. But can I say what my favorite pizza is? Yeah. Because it's super weird. Okay. It is barbecue sauce. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, barbecue sauce, Mm -hmm. potatoes, Mm -hmm. cashews, Mm -hmm. And then oh. mozzarella and cheddar cheese. Where do you get this pizza? Is it made anywhere? Or do you have to go to a place where it's like an all a carte situation and just have them build it for you? So I used to get it every Thursday when I would go out to the bars in Bellingham at a place called Rudy's Pizza. The Bay City. The Bay City. Mm-hmm. 
Rudy's Pizza. Everyone should go there if you're in the area. <laughs> yeah. It's super cheap pizza. Let's go on it a would road trip. Stay open till 3 a.m. Let's do it this week. We would get. Let's drive up there. $5 calzones, and that's what I would get. Can we do that, please? <laughs> I thought you wanted to wait till Bobby gets here. Because you're oh, going up there anyways. Good call. Okay. So um, I would get it there, mm-hmm. but we just recently had it at that place in. Um, the Ridge. The Ridge. Yeah. Well, not all that stuff, though. I, I want to try this. This okay. sounds good. All right. So oh, also, I've gotten it from Garlic Gyms. Okay. So there you go. What about you? I'm so glad you asked, Christy. <laughs> I I can't. Uh, so I re- I asked you this question the other day, just randomly. It came to my mind, and I have no idea why. And then I was putting thought into it, and you were like, "Oh, we should talk about this on the podcast." But uh, I think so. <laughs> what I ca- what I thought was that I would be like a brie and pear, oh yeah, uh, flatbread thing, because I think that I'm unique, mm-hmm. but. Like, you can get it anywhere. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, calling it flatbread versus pizza. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, trying to be different. Right, right. You can get it at just about every restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but that is one of my favorite pizzas, too. That caramel apple brie flatbread Mm -hmm. from that place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. From that place. Yeah. But I also like when there's a little bit of crunch. That's why I like the cashews. Sure. Sure. We're done talking well, about pizza is what you're saying. No, it's okay. <laughs> I just, I did not expect it to blossom into this big of a conversation. I thought it was going to be like a one and done, ask you a question on the way out the door kind of deal. But that's great. I appreciate the insight into you and uh, the inspiration for a road trip. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. That'll Maybe be fun. Maybe a pineapple pizza with like sriracha on it. Yeah. Next time be- you're waiting for me at the bus stop, I'll just run up to Bel- Bellingham real yeah. quick. The beautiful Bay City. It's about an 85 minute drive and you come back. You probably would. Um, all right, Christina, do you have any last words? Be your, be your best self. Let your nerd flag fly. Stay tuned for karaoke. stuff isn't it neat wouldn't you think my collection's complete wouldn't you think i'm the girl the girl who has everything look at this trove treasures untold how many wonders can one cavern hold looking around here you think sure she's got everything i've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty I've got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? I've got 20. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh yeah, that's it. Feet, flipping your fins. You don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing, 
Strolling along down a... What's that word again? Oh, yeah, that's right. Street. Up where they walk. Up where they run. Up where they stay all day in the sun. Wandering free. Wish I could be part of that world. What would I give if I could live out of these waters? What would I pay to spend a day warm on the sand? Betcha on land they understand that they don't reprimand their daughters. Bright young women, sick of swimming, ready to stand. I'm ready to know what the people know. Ask them my questions and get some answers. What's a fire and why does it? What's the word? Burn. When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to explore that shore up above? Out of the sea, wish I could be. Part of that world.